Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 198. Nah. Seven. Five. Five. Oh, I'm well off. I'm well off. Uh, Millennial Movie Talk. I'm Alex, and I know what's going on. Um, and with me, uh, I've got Christian. Hello. And Brayden. Hello. And we're here, and we're ready to uh, begin the show. It's been a very big week. For content, maybe. Content. It's been a very big week in terms of just like movie and TV stuff. I disagree. Whoa, really? <laughs> yeah. Let's start off with a hot topic. Brayden, why do I disagree? Uh, because Alex hates diversity. I hate diversity with a passion. And we got to see some diversity. Some. If you're different, you better get out of here. Um, no, yeah, uh, well, the, the Oscars were yesterday when we were recording this. We do an Oscars first? I mean, we might as well. Yeah. Other we'll stuff Oscars is going to get into spoiler territory, so let's start get, off with a thing that we can't really spoil. Yeah, well, the Oscars. Uh, spoilers if you haven't <laughs> watched the Oscars. <laughs> uh, it was on, and they, they did a pretty good job this year. Uh, they, yeah, uh, no, went without incident. No, no, uh, no slaps. No fights. Um, probably the worst thing of the night was... Um, the cocaine bear joke with um the big what's her name oh with Malala oh no that was Malala. terrible oh, oh I don't no. remember this one oh they <laughs> this one or <laughs> they, I Kimmel made a really big point about Malala being there and it was really cringe okay well they asked Malala whether she thought Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine and she went I'm only about peace and it just <laughs> it it was <laughs> it was very awkward you could cut through the air with a knife interesting. And it was just like, okay. Oh. So um, that was a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the cocaine bear thing was kind of funny. Oh, for the visual At effects, first, like, joke. Yeah. Yeah, I like And that. also Elizabeth Banks nearly eating shit on stage. Yeah, that was twice. close. Um, so there we go. Uh, but overall, there's only two. There's actually mainly one award that I fundamentally disagree with yeah like to my core okay this one now this one when they announced it alex had a proper like look of like resentment and disappointment this one hurt because this and and i don't even understand it yeah um oh, I'm, I'm lost <laughs> it's best score uh, look all quiet it's got it the score does does its job for the film dun 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 it's got three, it is the same three, three notes. notes. It is the same yeah, three notes. It is notes the same three notes, yes. Pop, pops his head up every two minutes. Um, it wasn't better than the Babylon score, though. No, I mean, no way, Jose. No, 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 no. Like I listened to that Babylon all the score time. is ridiculously good. Um, and, yeah. So that made me a bit sad and a bit angry, but I, I guess I'll get over it. Uh, eventually, because Top Gun won an Oscar, so I'm, I'm happy we can Oscar. call it the Oscar-winning Top Gun Maverick, Academy Award-winning Top Gun Maverick. Um, Tom Cruise wasn't there, which is a bit sad. Yeah, um, that is sad. Jimmy Kim, yeah, James Cameron and Tom Cruise weren't going, and Jimmy Kimmel at the beginning said the the two people in the industry telling us to go back to theaters didn't come to the theater tonight, mm. which is I think was one of the strongest jokes of the entire evening. <laughs> Poor form. One. One of the funniest jokes, which was in the opening monologue. Yes. Um, there's a couple, and it was he, Jimmy Kimmel blaming all of them for not doing anything about Will Smith 
punching oh, Chris Rock. I, I, just sitting there by the absolutely loved. Anything. Yeah, how they just brought put that out in the open. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we all did bad, guys. <laughs> like it was just like, and if you if you physically assault someone on stage now, you'll be awarded best actor. Yep. And they would have given allowed, nineteen minutes allowed speech. Allowed minutes. speech. God yep. damn. I like it just straight up said it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the night went off without a hitch and w- without hitch, which was the yeah. deepest yes. cut. <laughs> That's, that was good. And then the years without an incident. And I really long. liked the years without an incident. The years so without an got incident me. got me. That got me as well, just right at the yeah. end. <laughs> and it works yeah. either way because if something had happened, they could have just walked past it, lifted it zero. Mm. <laughs> but it would have been good. That yeah. set it up. Good fun. Uh, so everything, everywhere, all at once, did it all. Sweet. Took it all. Um, it won <laughs> most of the big five. Yeah. Um, the only ones it didn't win were the ones it wasn't even nominated for. So Pity. it, like, in terms of the big ones, like so like it didn't actor. win. Be- like best actor wasn't nominated, and mm. best adapted, which it wasn't eligible for because it's not adapted. Yeah. And it won best original screenplay anyway. So. Yeah. So yeah, director, screenplay, picture. Actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. Oh, oh! I also fundamentally disagree with Jamie Lee Curtis winning. Yes, um, it, was, it was right movie, wrong role. Right movie, wrong role. Or yeah. even not, nah, nah, nah. Wrong movie, Ooh. wrong role. Who are you given? Um, Who are you given? Carrie Condon, absolutely for Banshees of Inisherin. Right. Um, she was excellent in that, and it made me sad that she didn't win because. <laughs> It's an interesting one because there's obviously the older generation that loves Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, my, my mum was like, oh, my God, Jamie Lee Curtis has won, like, won the Oscar. Same. At my mum was so happy. At the same time, my mum then said, oh, that movie looks stupid, though. I'm not interested in seeing it. <laughs> That's exactly what my parents did as well. So, my mum was like... Yeah, it was a weird one. Weird one. My mum my said... Um, <laughs> Oh, you know, she she just deserved it because she's been around for so long. And I just went, that's why we have the other Oscars that Michael J. Fox got. Yep. They're the Oscars you get when you don't deserve an Oscar for acting, but you deserve one for the being in the community. Yep. That's yep. what those Oscars are for. That's yep. what Tom Cruise will probably win one day. 100%. Um, yeah. So they're the ones you, you give out for that. You don't give out Oscars because they deserve it. For other things, you give yeah. it to the best performance, like career rock longevity. It's like, yeah, no, nah, that's not what this is about. Yeah, like, it was a career award, <sighs> um, and I think there was better career roles. award. Look, yeah, that's a good I was way happy to... for her. Um, you know, she's hard not to love. Yeah, yeah. I liked her speech as well. It was very grounded. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very nice. I enjoyed the speech. Um, Kei Kwan's speech was incredible. Oh, um, yeah. When he said, Mum, I've won an Oscar. That was the sweetest um, part ever. Oh, yeah. That was great. Uh, Michelle Yeoh's speech was great. Yeah. Um, Every time the, the Daniels got up and talked. That was funny. One of the Daniels thanking his teachers was really nice. <laughs> yep. Uh, shouting out that drag isn't a threat was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that uh, was Brendan a lot Frazier. of really good stuff in there. Brendan Fraser, great speech. Um, I would have liked Butler to win, but I'm okay with Brendan Fraser winning because I haven't seen the film, so I can't really be like, you didn't deserve it. Yeah, Neither. There's one I'm it. very keen to jump on now, though. It just looks too depressing, yeah, and I just don't want to be sad. It. <laughs> it it looks like a lot. It, yeah. You know, it might take a lot out of you, yeah. Yeah. Um, the main thing know, I've also seen as well, which is rough because it's like Brendan Fraser then did just win the Oscar for it. 
but like a lot of people coming out again like they did when the film was originally releasing saying like if you're going to do a story about a like obese queer man get like cast an obese queer man but you know any of them can you name me one no i can't which is why it would have been a much smaller role so um yeah it's a it's an interesting thing but yeah it just looks so depressing i'm not interested in watching it does look like a bit of a sadder sadder film but apparently he's great. So and know. hey, it meant that he could do all those maritime whale like references in his speech. So, uh, Natu Natu knocked it out of the park. Hell yeah! With uh, that performance, um, well done. Uh, the Lady Gaga one was weird, until, and we found out why. Yes, um, is because she only gave him twenty four hours notice that she was coming. Yeah, so it's just like, yep, cool. I'm gonna be there. It's like oh, mm-hmm. we don't have anything planned. Okay, I will just be on stage with the band. I'm just going to wear some jeans and a shirt, and we're going to do this. And the cameramen were like, we don't know what to do, so we're just going to zoom in on her face. The Everything Everywhere All at Once song was a bit weird. Like, the song, it's not how it's meant to be sung. No. Uh, um, well, so that was super weird. David, David, I don't know why David Byrne is still around is still a thing. I guess it's just an art community thing, and it's for a generation of people that, like, I don't get it. The dude just shouldn't be attempting to sing like that anymore. But hey, you know what? Pe- people like David Byrne. So. I think All Quiet won a won a won a lot of awards there too. I think it won cinematography, yep. production design, production design, um, and international, international. I, that was, there's no way that wasn't winning international. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, because it was the only one nominated for best picture as well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was winning. Um, yeah. so that was good. I watched that the other night. I uh, really enjoyed that one. Dun, dun, dun. Um, great those, score. Those were the notes that won the score. <laughs> those were the notes. Those are the notes. <laughs> are the, don't forget those notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad it didn't win visual effects because the tank part of the tank scenes don't look very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but I think everyone was like Avatar's winning that. No one. Yeah, there was no competition there, sadly. Yeah, exactly. No one thought for a second Avatar was going to lose that. That was. Um... I mean, Avatar's had like 10 years. It's hardly fair. Yeah, it's a bit of a leg up <laughs> on it. <laughs> hey, man. Release your movie 10 years. Wait 10 years. <laughs> and, and it'll come out and you'll do well. Um, what else? I think. I'm trying to think uh, of other notable things from the night. Well, there was a few films that went home empty-handed because everything everywhere took everything. True. So Banshees mm-hmm. of Insurance won nothing. Um, you were su- surprised won... by that? Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, I thought at least would have won. I was really hoping they split screenplay or director in, with um, Banshees and everything everywhere. Because that was it was the longest time where it was Banshees and everything everywhere that was going to be the the two favorites and that was going to go neck and neck until it it suddenly turned into oh uh, everything everywhere is just going to win everything. everything everywhere on the Western Front. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the Banshees went home empty-handed. The Fablemans went home empty-handed. Elvis went home empty-handed, and Tar went home empty-handed. Ooh. So um, yeah, I thought Tar was going to. I I really thought Kate Blanchett was winning. Um, best actress until everything everywhere won everything everywhere all at once all at once so, on the western front yes 
Well, shout out to uh, the cast and crew of Everything Ever All at Once. Um, good luck to the Daniels on whatever their next project is. Yeah, right. Rip. God damn. That's Talk about uh, pressure. That's pressure. That's pressure. Hey, man, they went from Daniel Radcliffe fighting as a corpse to this. Yep. So. Talk about a glow up. You know what? That's not even that shocking. Like, you would watch everything, everyone would be like, yeah, these guys probably made Swiss Army, man. I honestly, I'm kind of shocked that there wasn't a reference in Everything Everywhere to Swiss Army, man. Yeah. Like, they could have been. That, like, with all the multiverse stuff, they totally could have. But I guess everyone's tired of interconnected movies, like now. Oh, Lots and uh, Del, Toro's, Del Toro's Pinocchio one. Yes, yes. Animated. Best animated. Which people should watch. It's great. Yes, do you know watch that? Um, never heard of the documentary. Nah. Something to do with <laughs> Russia. We hadn't uh, either. And as it was coming on, I was like, oh, I've, I've seen the title of that one on Instagram as I was scrolling past. So that one's going to win. And then it won. I need a bet on the Oscars. Oh, okay. It's about like yeah, Putin's Jesus, Alex got so killings. many predictions, right? That's fun. What? The documentary is about like Putin's political violence. And stuff ah, in, in yeah. Russia. That's, there was an is that the one where? Yeah, about is that the one where they poison that man on the plane? Yes, that's the one. Okay. Mm. Very, very not fun. Very. Yep. Um, Documentary blames Vladimir Putin for the poisoning. That's exciting, and everyone knew that. Oh, um, Black Panther won costumes. Yeah, uh, which I saw a fact that uh, that costume designer is now the the only. I think it said the only black woman to ever have two Oscars. Look at that. Not bad. Which is wild. Well done. And the whale did pick up too as well because best makeup and hairstyling. Yeah, it oh, did. That's true. It did it win did. best. And fucking hey, when Suicide you do Squad what? appeared yeah, on the screen. But um, <laughs> Brendan did uh, put on a lot of weight for this role, didn't he? On top of the prosthetic. I think he might have, yeah. I can't speak. I This is one where I kind of don't agree with because... You look at makeup and hairstyling. That was one suit. Yeah, yeah. And they did it very well. It looked great. But you look at there's been some uh, great fat suits done before. Yeah, I don't want to discount their work because they did a really great job and well done to them. Because from what the footage they showed, it looked super realistic and yeah. terrifying. Um, Elvis could have picked it up. I um, wouldn't have been shocked if Elvis had taken it. Um, Makes sense. Or Quiet could have picked it up, though, from the makeup and the, you know, war True. films tend, tend to do well with makeup. Um, so I could have seen All Quiet pick up sound as well, but then Maverick has the Jets. It's fair. That's, yeah, Maverick's that's the winner. <laughs> they got to give, give Top Gun one. Um, uh, but I, I really was thinking maybe the Batman should have won it because they made Colin, Colin Farrell not look like Colin Farrell. Uh, yeah. I don't know how you don't give that to them. Yeah, it's like, that's you, a good point. I look at the, I think it the penguin legitimately comes down to between, at least between the Batman and the whale. Well, uh, I look at Colin Farrell in that film, and he still has all the acting range. Yeah, in his face without with essentially it being covered and remembering yeah. that um, that's just one of the costumes alone. Like, yeah, like, so yeah. When you when you take into of... account those two, the whale they do one big thing that is very, like, takes up quite literally a lot of the screen. And they do that really well. Whereas the Batman does a slightly smaller thing incredibly well, 
but he's also then doing a bunch of other things. <laughs> exactly. Like, so it's you know a what? really tough category for him. Like, you either focus on the one big thing or a bunch of really well done things. They made fucking Austin Butler pull off Elvis at the end of that movie. Like, uh, I'm scary Elvis. Go- too. Yeah, there was a great fat suit in Oscar uh, in Elvis. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. They they well, made they made him scary Elvis. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna watch the whale. All right. And then good can, good luck with that. We can discuss our criticisms. <laughs> Let Once me know one how of you us do has that seen one. the movie. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> I'm scared to watch the whale. Um, I'm scared too. So <laughs> that was the Oscars, and they the were Oscars. a bit of fun. They were they were fun this year. There was the, again there was no real uh, end of the world badness to it so really sad that that we didn't get to hear and the oscar goes to my year of dicks oh that, that would have been, been fun that would have been fun that would have been a nice moment fun. Um, who, was who uh, was pedro wasn't it yeah i think pedro i think pedro because he was like uh my year of uh of an entire year of and he just sort of stopped i'm pretty sure that was him you trying to set up a segue here oh maybe am i could be well speaking of the, the speaking pedro of dicks. Speaking of dicks, uh, that one guy in that. Um, Speaking of cutaways of Pedro, um, that cutaway in the Oscars reminded me to watch The Last of Us because it came out around the time the Oscars was on. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So did you watch The Last of Us straight away or, conti- or did you um, continue watching the Oscars? Well, I was watching the Oscars and I was swapping between the Oscars broadcast and the on cinema at the cinema live broadcast of the Oscars. <laughs> Anyone, How was that? anyone in the on cinema family would understand that. Uh, that was <laughs> hilarious. Um, they they made no mention of the Oscars after the maybe the first hour and a half, <laughs> which was which was great. Everything they had everything uh, all at once videotape stacked up because it was winning, and then they just yeah. never came back to it because that's what they did. That's funny, amazing. But uh, so. Swapping between those, and then finished it off with Last of Us once once they finished, nice. which was a nice end to the day. So we got the uh, the final episode, the season finale of The Last of Us season one, and boy howdy, did they finish it? <laughs> they they finished it, all right. Oh yeah, they finished it. They um, almost shot for shot finished it. My God, you like the game? You gonna like you gonna like this episode? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, wow. We've got giraffes first. Let's talk about giraffes. Yeah, uh, got to talk about the giraffes. Um, it's a different p- uh, part of the game that they show up in. Uh, they show up in the university just before Joel gets impaled Yeah, in the game. Obviously, in the show, he gets stabbed. Um, but we got the giraffes nonetheless, and I think mm. they work well in this part here. They do. They work really well as this, like, this little moment right towards the very, very end to really just mm-hmm. seal the deal of what Joel ends up doing. Yeah, like, it was beautiful, you know. It was like father takes his daughter to the zoo type. He's handing her the leaves and she's feeding them. And she's like, wow, it's so cool. Like, oh, Very Jurassic Park. <laughs> and the fact that... It just reminds me of Jurassic Park when uh, they're in the tree. It is a bit like Jurassic Park. You're right. <laughs> a little bit. Um, the fact that it's a real giraffe. Like... Real giraffe? That's wild. Like, I, it's like I saw a thing afterwards that uh, Bella Ramsey was like, that was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. It's like, oh. Did you pat a real giraffe? It would have been. Yeah, you get to hang out with a real giraffe like that. That's great. I want to hang out with real giraffes. Yeah. I think you can. You I can think, do that. Yeah, it's probably like, it's probably not even that expensive. 
like everything considered. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we got it and we started off with uh, Ashley Johnson playing Ellie's mum. Oh, Ashley, the, welcome the, back to The Last of Us. In the uh, opening, opening scene of this where uh, she runs away from a walker. A walker. A, <laughs> it a, was um, walking. <laughs> it was. Uh, walking Dead culture is just too big. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, ran away from a Z. From a Z. From an infected? An infected, infected is what they call it in Last of Us, yeah. It should be a C, really. Yeah, uh, what are they called? Cordyceps. Cordyceps. The, yeah. the big C. From, from, Cs. A uh, uh, cordyceps infected person. Um, and she she gets in a fight with him, doesn't realize she has a kid. Yeah, just in the yeah. middle of it. It's just like, yeah. hey, howdy. Uh, how about a how about a kid pops out of you while you stab every every doctor infected. now is going to be like, would you like the Last of Us experience <laughs> where <laughs> we have we a have, man yes. in makeup come and attack you? It has been proven to be the thing. quickest way to force a birth. It's the quickest and yes. painless way. You won't even notice it's on the ground. Yeah, and you even get a bite mark on your thigh. You do. <laughs> you get to cut the cord yourself with this with this razor blade. Yeah, with this with pretty this switch gross blade. switch blade that just fucking killed someone. Yes, that's what I was thinking also when <laughs> she got that. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's like, oh, it's got the zombie stuff on it. Oh, she's already got the, the yeah. juice in her, so it's fine. And it was just one chasing her, right? Just yeah. one zombie chasing her? So she could not hide behind the door? <laughs> I mean... I think yeah. she was, I, she was at also odds giving because birth. she was having a baby. I think that was the issue of no, the situation. No, no. I think she no, had lots of options she, if she didn't she had have time, the child she had coming. So much time to think about that one. <laughs> she could nice. have just probably got in the house and been quiet if she again probably. wasn't actively having, having a child. So you know, like do better. The Last of Us. Think these things through. Yeah, okay. did, um, hey, I will say it did also then at least like with the end of that scene, it did at least like set up the sort of like brutality that we were about to see at the end of the episode mm. because like it was pretty like this is sad and I don't want to do this but then she just came through and just went like pop immediately like mm. no questions asked so that was new that we've never seen that before mm. uh, that wasn't in the games no um so we got to see basically how why Ellie's immune yeah but um, um that actually added something as well because Marlene has a line where she's like, I, you know, I, I was there when she was born, you know, like this is... This That's is, in the games? It, it's the same for me. Like, you know, saying yeah. that she, yeah. she, she should be hurting more than Joel. And then, but now that we've seen that scene and she's off and she's saying, take the baby and Marlene's like saying no and stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, it's, it's not the same. Like... like That's yeah. pretty, pretty brutally fucked up. Yeah, yeah. The way she's saying it's the same. It's like, Ellie's not like your child. Like she, no. ne- she never has been. As much as you, yeah, you're saying that you loved her, like you, yeah, you kind of kept her. In you a were cage friends for a bit with there. her mum, and you worked with her mum, and then you proceeded to have to kill her mum. Yeah, and, her and then, reaction... you t- then you took her back to Boston and just went, "Cool, join the orphanage." Basically, <laughs> yep, yep. And I'm and busy was... doing Firefly stuff. Reaction to the baby wasn't like, "Oh my god, my it's my best friend's child." It was just yeah. like. Burden, like, oh, like, fuck, I got to burn this baby. Oh, and yeah. she's like, no, I definitely it. cut the cord before I got bit. So, yeah, I, I thought that added cord. a lot to uh, what Marlene was saying because it, it really had me going like, no, shut up. Don't you, how dare you say shut that up. to, to my up. Joel? Quiet time. <laughs> yeah, 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 and it was quiet time. 
But God, uh, you, uh, you really see uh, Pedro Pascal absolutely snap as Joel. Yeah. Just, just before we say that, there was one of the things I really liked that they added this episode as well was that the story that Joel told her that where he tried to kill her himself. Oh. And that's why he's got the scar. That was That was great. really good. That's also not in the game. Mm. That wasn't in the so, game. I didn't even know that, that wasn't, wasn't in the game. game. Yeah, I'm trying to even think back. So that was a really nice story. I don't All think right. that was in the game. I oh yeah, I can't remember, but like that was an excellent scene. Like Yeah, that was fantastic. When he's Man, just he's like, I'm the guy who missed. Like, like oh. So good. But yeah, very yeah, really like that scene. Let's talk about it. Bloody you get the scene where the fireflies capture him. They're in the hospital with, with Marlene. And uh And they reveal and that then we, she's they not they gonna live that, through this. Which is yep. interesting because I feel like in the game, Ellie kind of knew. Yeah. Or like Ellie knew that she was gonna die if they did it. I'm trying to remember because in this show, it's just we've gassed her, we're doing it. Yes. She won't no. Yeah, so it feels no, like at the, no real point they really talk to her at all. We in don't the game, know, we don't find out. In the game, Ellie is never conscious with any of the Firefly people. Ever. Okay. Like mm. in the game, they run in on uh, Joel and Ellie just after Ellie's drowned. Yeah. Right. And yep. they knock out Joel. And yeah, Ellie's seemingly never regained consciousness until she's in the car with uh, with Joel. Yeah, yes. which is pretty wild. Yeah. So yeah, we, we got that scene and then it's the conversation between Marley and Joel where it's like she's not gonna survive. And then it's just like well, Nope. Here we go. <laughs> and then it just becomes a very uh a, a short, sharp and shiny, uh very uh like uh precise uh John Wick sequence. We get to watch Pedro, Pascal and Joel just Absolutely, you get to see the murder. the real kind of man that Joel is. Yes, and that's what I love about the show is that in the game, like I reckon it's going to make what happens in either season two or three, whenever they do it, um, like not without saying it, like what the event that happens in in the second game and the reason. I think it's going it. yeah, I think it's going to make it more. I think less people are going to get mad that I haven't seen. I think it'll people, yeah, people will get less mad initially, and then there'll also be the case of like, well, yeah, we we watched the horror that he did, mm. and we basically in the game, saw how it like how it well, affected everyone. Yeah, we were saying before that in the game we're doing it, so yeah. we're less like we're not witnessing it. We're also, doing it. let's add the fact that in the game. You kill twenty, thirty goons every level. Yeah, so you're very desensitized to it, killing. In, a, in the a last bunch level, yeah, in the last level of the game, when you kill twenty military dudes, it's just the fact that they're now military dudes. You've already you, you're killing this. You're going on rampages every level. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot more killing. In annoying the game level, annoying ass level mechanics. though in the game. A hard level in the game. Very hard, hard. level in the game. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then, and then we get to the part, you know, he mows down all the fireflies in the hospital. Yep. And yeah. And we, he goes into the surgery room. He's like, 
<laughs> you wake her up. You take that off the. Yeah, you you unhook and, her and get her out. Yeah. And the and the Cover doctor, up. the lead doctor, says oh. you have to kill me. And he's like, okay, immediately, no yep. hesitation. Yep. No, yeah, no hesitation. He understands that what the doctor, where the doctor's at. So, yep. God, it's so well done. Yeah, and it's like, just scary. You do the same thing. Like uh, I reckon. I, imagine. Well, I I spoke. I, I, I did do the same thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, 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 I was, when I was Joel, I I um, happily I did do it. I found it really interesting uh, talking to my dad afterwards because he's never played the game, never knew anything about it, and. I was watching the show. And he's with a him. father, so he got like, hear the You're reaction. a father. Like, how did that hit you? And he was like, "Yeah, that was like really, really emotional, and it really like made me reflect on what I would do in that if I was him in that situation because, like, you're you have this connection with them, and you can't like that's the only thing you've got now." And if you lose that, and that's like, it. Especially even, yeah, even yeah. from the opening of this episode, you can see Joel's. It's him being teasing. a father again. Him being a father again. Yeah. Him being like, I'm going to teach, like, would you like to learn to play oh. guitar? Especially have it like, Ellie um, sinking into a kind of PTSD, her, her kind of yeah. bit of depression. Yeah. From he's, the David incident. Yeah, he's forced into that really, <laughs> trying to father her. Yeah, he's trying to bring her out of that, which is such a parallel from the opening of the show, yeah. where it's, it's the other her way doing all the talking. And he's he was the quiet one, and then um, and then we bookend it with him holding, like in the fireman carry type thing, like yeah, yeah. Like, it's just it's so well done. So he collects her, he clips the doctor, who maybe will be important later. We don't know. What? No, <laughs> uh, no. maybe I don't know. No, no, there definitely weren't a couple of other people in the room who were still alive. Yeah, uh, including Laura Bailey. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, he did. I'm glad he didn't kill the nurses. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been like, fucked up. Really, because they really were just bad. like, oh, fuck, fuck, yep, take her. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just like, we don't want no part of this. Yep. Um, and then Live to fight another we get day, down hey? to the basement, and then we the get lie. to the car park. I mean, nothing. <laughs> the lying. We get we get to the car park where Marlene confronts. Oh, him. yeah, and too. this I was so happy with this because it's perfect for, yeah. like, for Cutting what the between... game is too. Them in the car afterwards and the moment. When it yes. cut, when she says, like, you can still, we can still do this and everything mm. will be okay. And it cuts to him driving. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, they're doing exactly what the game did. Yep. The yeah. game did it perfectly. Oh, yeah. It was, um, it, the, the, that it made final you think there was a chance. Was just spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the shooting of Marlene came across so much more brutal as well. Like, like you yeah. said, in the game, we're very much desensitized. The show, yeah. It, it was so it was much so in much. reality. Yeah. And he shoots Mylene. She, she lets out like a sound that's, it's a bit curdling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then she's begging for her life. It's yeah. And yeah. you just come for her. This is Bang. what the show had the, had the power to do with a live action setting. And it did mm. it. It's, Oh yeah, it's it did the it. best <laughs> video game adaptation ever, right? By oh, a country yeah. mile. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it didn't insane. lose anything, um, other than length, if anything. Obviously, the game's yeah. gonna feel very long though. But um, yeah. Um, Bravo. And then, then the promise at the end, and I, there's so much I'm excited for in season two and three because they've announced that they're doing season that. I think they've announced, soft announced, that they're going to split the second game into 
two seasons. Yes. I so I saw I just saw this clip earlier today. It was from a uh some sort of carpet event. Um and they were talking to Craig, I believe. And he was just like, Yeah, you know, we're 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 talking it out. Him and Neil are figuring it all out now. And he was basically just like, Yeah, it's like it's so much that we wouldn't want to do it in one season. We would want to do it across two. But even if they just give us a season of in between, oh, that would be one of the. Sh- I'd find one of the showrunners is Neil Druckmann. Yeah, it exactly. would not be fan fiction. It's yeah. the guy who created the characters. Yeah, yeah. It's, they, like, it's not like oh, they're they're making this shit up just for the show. It's like mm. it's well, not, no, it's not like when Game of Thrones started going off is filling off in keyword. the blanks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not like the Game of Thrones situation where the last two seasons were kind of just like, yeah. oh, well, we got to finish this now. Like, and you got the creator of it. It would doing feel it a too. little bit better as well for the, the new audience that they've got rather than jumping straight to it where they're like, oh, this person who we've seen acting to be a 13 year old girl is now just casually acting to be like 18 or 19 or whatever. Like, years have passed between yeah, the games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So if can they we, um, kind of fill in the blank a bit, it'll be a bit more palatable for mainstream audiences. Let's do a sitcom, a s- Joel and Ellie living in the, in the mountain settlement. <laughs> in Jackson. Let's do in Jackson. Can you imagine um, them sh- uh, back to back at the front of the house <laughs> oh my with God. their arms crossed? Yes. I want like a, like a home improvement. Yes. Like a show. Oh, Joel's okay. just going around building, helping out the town. Yep. Ellie's learning the fact, like, really getting into the fact that, you know, she's she's got this crush on this girl and, like, this girl's looking at her and stuff. It's, oh, man. Can we throw up, can I quickly throw out a spoiler warning for the game, the second game? Yeah, sure. If you, if you haven't, if you don't know what's going on with the second game, uh, skip ahead, like, a couple minutes. Seriously. Because, yeah, <laughs> if you just want to enjoy season two and three of The Last of Us, uh, like, please skip ahead for a little bit. We'll give you a second. Okay, so four. Oh, boy's dead. <laughs> so here's the thing with a TV show compared to a game. TV shows rely on star power. Yep. So this is why I don't think we're gonna kill Pedro Pascal immediately. Hey, hey we're breaking it up two into two seasons. In. I noticed. I yeah. thought, hey, one season with Pedro, one mm. season what? without. Pedro. Do we kill? We kill Pedro at the end of season. But here's the thing: the 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 first part of you can't make the first part up until he dies of The Last of Us Part 2, one season. season. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's That's them su- in a, It's such a small part. Yeah. Unless, unless they do it chronologically with all the flashbacks we see in real time with the dance, yep. the, conf- the confrontation, Ellie finding out that he lied. Yep. Um, hmm. You know, unless we find all of that out. You also get like all the, um, like the museum and stuff in there as well. We do when, when she's in the, the air, the spaceship. Yeah. Like you get, you get all that stuff in there. I still, Um, it would obviously be like TV wise. It would make sense to end the season with, with his death, knocking it off. And then doing it in the first two, three episodes, you can't, if you you do it at the end, season three, you start and you cold open with, um, is it Ali? I'm trying to remember. Um, Abby. Abby. That was it. I was mixing Ellie and Abby together. <laughs> um, if you cold open with Abby and you're like, whoa, what? We're seeing her? And people would be like, like mainstream audiences would be like, what the fuck? Where's Ellie? But well, that's kind yeah, of also what that, people reacted mm, with the game. 
the thing the thing I want with the show, which I think they have to do it like this, which I'm happy they probably will, is that I the only I only have one issue with The Last of Us Part Two. It's not what they did with Joel. It's not them making me play as Abby. That was all made sense and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um it's the fact that we played so much as Ellie and then we had to do the next three days, the whole three days again as Abby. Yeah. I think if we cut back and forth between that a bit more, it would have been, the pacing at least would have been better. Yeah. Mm. And you're um, then, you're continuing to build tension as the two of them basically yeah. go towards each other. Yeah. Which, which would have been good. Would work well. Which I think is what the show is going to do. And because I don't think as with the show you could do like two episodes with Ellie and then bang, she's gone. No, people would be furious. Like yeah. in in, um, in an even more even worse than the game. Like that people would be aren't like, going to cope. This isn't just, a show that I wanted to watch. Yeah. So it'll be but interesting. Uh, to see what they, but then again, they did give us an entire episode that basically barely had Joel and Ellie in it, which was great. Hey, that was beautiful, and people need to get over the Last of Us has always been gay. And if you don't like the fact that the Last of Us is gay, you wait till next season when the Last of Us gets even more. Oh my gay. god, it's going to get so gay. You're not oh, yeah. going to be prepared. Right. You, the Last of Us. If you thought so this is gay, gay, you wait until next season. Oh man, right. it's so good. I love it. We're bringing out all the gay, <laughs> gay, 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 gay. All right. <laughs> Oh, gonna right. get gay guys, and it's okay. It's yeah. okay to get gay. Can I um, can I segue with the gay? A little bit gay. Yeah, you can segue with some gay. Yeah. Uh, Scream Six. Has, Scream Six is a bit gay. It's got some great gay moments in it. Um, got some gay in it, and is also just a wonderful time. We're uh, not going to spoil it. Don't no, worry, no Chris. spoilers because this is one that has only just come out, and it's been a crazy These who done it films. So you don't you don't um, want to know who's done it. Or who's doing it. Um, and we won't spoil that. I will just so say... Obviously, we can't go too depth into this. Yes. So so very on the surface. Um, the opening is fantastic. Um, really uh, pushes your expectations of what you expect from a Scream opening. Um, in a really wonderful way. Uh, this film is brutal. Um, you get some great kills. And it is very, very violent. Um, the core four, excellent. They're great. So, I've been diehard Scream person since OG. Not OG. It wasn't alive. Um, yeah, 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 you were a baby. Probably uh, three came or four. Probably four. Nine, nine, six. I wasn't. I wasn't alive. No, I was alive when Scream Two came out. Probably though, you, they one and two were also a year apart. I guess just age wise, I'm assuming that you probably jumped onto the franchise at four. A little bit before four. I remember being excited for four. I have them all okay. on DVD. Nice. I have one to three on DVD, um, and I watched them a lot. Uh, Scream One was very important because it's the first movie that made me go movies. Movies. Like, what the are rest these of things? Them, the rest of them were like, uh, I enjoyed movies. I watched them, but like Scream was like, that's what I wanted to make. Yeah. I wanted to make Scream. Yeah. I wanted to make things like Scream. And I'm sure from what we can see in me make in film school, it's very apparent <laughs> um, <laughs> that I, that Scream has been the, the catalyst yeah. for me liking films. And so I love them all. I don't care. Don't care about three. Three's great. Fuck you all. Um, I I, uh, I saw on uh, Letterboxd your little uh, your little ranking of them, uh, which well, I, I thought was good. They've all got love hearts. Um, oh, yeah, because not? I love them all. I rate them. I rate them properly though. You know, Scream Three is a three out of five. Probably less. 
East Africa to get a little bit of boost because it's me and I love it. Yeah. Um, the voice changer in three is absolutely ridiculous. Oh boy. I love it. It's a voice changer that can emulate real people's real voices. Um, At any time. So that's so funny. Um, it's, it's, it's Hollywood shenanigans and it's great. Number four, I don't know what they were doing with the contrast in number four, but it's so over contrast. I don't know why, yep. <laughs> but I love it. All um, shadows, all highlights. All, sh- all highlights. You look, there's a window on that thing and it takes off half the screen. <laughs> um, I love it though. Still love it. Uh, five was great when it came out. Yeah. Um, five cream was, we liked five cream. Five cream. Um, bringing in five the new cream blood. Was a little, five cream was a little safe, a little back to formula. Yeah. As uh, Norman Osborne would say. Um, so back to formula. Back to formula. Um, and then we got Scream Six. We're shaking things up. We're going to New York. New and, York. Uh, we we, yep. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Um, and in this film, we, we're following the core four as they leave um Woodsboro, Woodsboro, and they go to New York. Mm, of they're course. off to college. And MVP of this film is Chad. Oh, Chad, he's, he's Chad so deserves good. everything. Um, Mason Gooding, uh, I think it's Mason Gooding Jr., his name is. Um, he's great in it. Uh, yeah, we love him. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's enjoyable in every single shot. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the main actress, Melissa Barrera, really stepped up in this film because in the last, I like Scream 5 a lot. I think her acting might have been one of the weaker parts of Scream 5. It's tough she when you're by- given the challenge of having to uh, pretend to be someone who, like, has hallucinations. Like, yeah. that's, that's a tough and role for anyone. In this one, I think she was one of the best parts of the film. Yeah, she, I thought she, she sells absolutely- everything to do with her character. It's, it's great. I thought she knocked it out of the park. I liked the callbacks to... The original films. Um, I mean, there's a lot of like, lot of franchise callbacks. We've got the nostalgia there. room, but the nostalgia room works in context of the film, and it's not which stupid. is hilarious that they make that work. Yeah. Um, bringing back Kirby was great. Yes. Because um, that's just been the biggest fan theory since Scream Four came out was that Kirby did not die because we did not see Kirby because she was still kind of crawling a bit when they cut away from her death. Yeah. Um, and, and then like, there hey. was. Pushing that onto the fact that if you listen to Scream 4 in a moment, you hear a roller door open um, in the background, which is like, that's Kirby escaping probably. Yeah. Um, and then they say that in this film that uh, she almost died for four minutes, which is a bit of fun yeah. for Scream 4. Um, uh, there's a yeah. lot of cheeky like hints and winks and nods to this, so much. So my favorite moment in any Scream film mm. And I think it's the best moment in any Scream film. It's actually in Scream 2. Mm. And it's when Ghostface crashes the car and Sydney and her roommate have to crawl over him while he's unconscious yes. in the car. That is the best moment. Yeah, because it's so tense. Films. You don't know what's going to happen. Is he actually exactly. unconscious or not? Is he going to grab him at any point? Is he, is he freaking out? Yeah. Or is he like... Such a great point of tension. I reckon this one gives us some moments that almost rival that. I think the across the ladder window escape scene yep, is pretty excellent. Tense. Um, I think the subway scene is incredible. Oh, this the subway scene goes. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen that they've teased this sequence in the subway trains. 
that sequence is so long and not in a bad way. In like a, I am terrified. I never want to go on a train again. Yeah. I can't imagine uh, what it's like for New Yorkers seeing this movie and being like, now I just have to live with this in my brain. As a, and the bodega scene's incredible. Oh, um, Like Braden said in the beginning, Ghostface is, he, he racks up the kill count on this one. Um, motherfucking Merc's just people. Yeah, it's um, pretty, he's pretty stone cold about like, like, we thought that the, he doesn't, when he stabs someone, he doesn't stab someone once. He, yeah, it's a lot. Eight times. It's like people thought he was pretty brutal in Scream 5. This is, uh, yeah, this is taking it up a notch. Just bringing um, it up a bit. Courtney Cox comes back and it's great. We didn't need Sydney. Thank you for yeah. proving that we don't need Sydney in a Scream film. Nev Campbell, I wish you didn't return on better um, reasonings. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, it sucks that they're not willing to pay you what you're worth, but. But also, uh, I feel like the film is better for it i almost feel like i don't need to see sydney get attacked for the sixth time by ghostface i don't i, I feel really like don't. i feel like we can move on yeah um it reaches the I point like of they okay did a this really is good, silly i think they did a really good job of kind of mentioning where she's at but not having her in the film yeah and so that was really good um and i thought gail was great um i was i thought gail might have a bit more of a bigger role in the film but very much happy with what she did do. She finally got a call, yep. as we saw in the trailer. She's never had a call before, and she finally got her call. Which, um, I mean, like, not a, not really much of a spoiler, because it's screaming, it's the type of the meta trailer. shit that you can expect. Um, like, they reference the fact that she's never got a call before, which is great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, we got to see Ghostface fly all around. It's my favorite thing about him, is that he's the only real horror icon you could hit with a frying pan. Yeah, um, <laughs> which was excellent. Which happens in too many movies. Yeah. He just he, it's Ghost my favorite thing about fucking him. Fucking thrown around in this movie. It's so fun. It just it's that part that reminds you that he's just a guy in a suit. Yeah, there's um, nothing. I think uh, I think it was uh, I went into work uh, the next day, and the one question I got was, "Did they do any supernatural shit?" And it was just like, "No, no, they did not. They don't need to." Why? Because they respect um, our time. So yeah, and I thought the newcomers were really good in the film. Yeah. Um. Jack Champion, who is Spider in Avatar The Way of Water that nobody is recognizing. Because he was a child. Because Avatar 2 was filmed like three, four years ago. So the fact that he's now in a Scream film that was filmed eight months ago. Yeah. um, As a college student. What does he look like? (laughs) Uh, What did Michaela describe him as? As like a budget, was it Evan Peters? He kind of looks like if, yeah... No one's going to understand this reference, but he looks like if <laughs> if Evan Peters and the guy that they got, Evan Peters from Scream, mm-hmm. no, sorry, Evan Peters from Kick-Ass, yep. and then the guy that they got to replace Evan Peters from Kick-Ass 2, if you merge <laughs> them together, that's what he looks like. Yes. Um, so if they're ever going to reboot Kick-Ass, they should use this guy. So this is him, Chris. Um, this is no yes. spoilers. I'm having a, I'm having a look. So weird. Oh, right. <laughs> we, all, we all froze there for a second. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah fine. here he is. Yeah, he does. He doesn't look like Spider. No, he looks so different. No, no one yeah. would know. So strange. <laughs> like, so strange. And now, also, like, and, and I guess is... he's gonna be in Avatar three. Like, yeah, already yeah. They've already filmed it. He'll still look the same as so he did in Avatar. So he'll still 2. be a child. Oh, it's gonna be yep. so weird. 
Just They're going to be doing the press, press circuit and it's going to be like, oh, this, this young man can legally drink now. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Um, but yeah, uh, look, it's my second favorite Scream film. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I like the reveal. Um, people don't like the reveal. The, my, the thing I like about the reveal is that I was really worried that with mm-hmm. with the nostalgia room and everything, mm-hmm. that it was going to be someone who's related to one of the killers from one or two. Yeah. Which... And it's not that. It's very much... They've done before. To do with... The characters of this film, yep. and not the characters of other film. This which is a, was what I was happy about. This is a film that uh, manages to have its cake and eat it too. Whereas it, it's it's giving you just enough of the overall. They reference it a bunch as saying the the word franchise is thrown around a lot, and the fact that we got new rules. They're paying respect to the franchise while also accepting the fact that hey, no, we're not locking ourselves into being stuck in the past. Like, this is the new blood through and through, which is great. Yeah, overall, uh, I adored this as a Scream fan. And, yeah, Scream, Scream, live on. We love Scream. We're never going to get to the high. Look, it's impossible. We're never, nothing's ever beating Scream 1. It's just, it like, you could could have the best, you could, Scream could, the new Scream could come out, Scream 7, whatever we're calling it, and it could be like the best film ever. Not being screen one. No, nah. I um, <laughs> I had a thought when we were driving home after the film. I was like, you know what I would have liked? I would like a cheeky little reference to like when franchises get so big that like they get like a TV spinoff which pays no like actual like connection to the we've had movie that. franchise, <laughs> like the Scream TV show that was completely yeah. its own thing. I would have liked if there was a funny reference to that, but. You know. They kind of want to keep that extremely separate. They um, they, so. they they don't want to reference it at all. <sighs> no, they don't. Bless. Um, Wasn't that bad? Yeah. No, the Scream, sh- the first few seasons are pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I Scream 6, four, four and a half out of five. It was great. We like Scream 6. We love it. The Demi Lovato song was kind of good. Which part was that? That was the... The, the final song. Yes. The credit song. Yes. That was good. So that was good. I had a good soundtrack too. Did have a good soundtrack. So Scream, Scream Six, go see it wherever they're playing it. Yeah. And South Park's back. Oh god. South Park's still going on. I'll just quickly say that. What's, not, uh, what's going Park, on with the most recent the, South Park? The last two episodes I watched because I watched them the other day was one where it involves the Japanese toilet episode, where um <laughs> the marshes Randy essentially becomes the Kennedys. And they're trying to um, bring about people to buy Japanese toilets because they have bidets and you don't need toilet paper, so you're saving the environment. And then the toilet papers companies start trying to assassinate Randy, and <laughs> they just turn into the Kennedys. God damn it! Um, oh, it's really fun. How do you come up um, with that as a plot? That's I don't know. Oh. Um, and then the latest episode was all the boys in South Park are using oh. chat. Uh, GPT, oh god, whatever it's called, to um respond to their girlfriends because they can't be. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was expecting like write their like essays. Yeah, no, no, they do that too. Something so Carmen, so but that is like a genius. group of them. Yeah. Oh my god. So there's a group of them where it's like Carmen uses it to write his essay. So does Butters. Yep. But Clyde and Stan use it to respond to their girlfriends, and they get this like guy to come in. 
who's like got an eagle that senses when stuff's written by chat GPT. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really funny. Oh my God. How they it's keep really doing fun. it, I have And Mr. No Garrison idea. gets sucked into it because he starts using ChatGPT to grade all the students' papers. Um, <laughs> and, and in turn, he realizes that his partner's using it to respond to him. <laughs> oh so God. it's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, South Park, they still know how to do it. Yeah. Which is a shock every single time. Because, like, you just feel like any point in time they could lose the magic, but they haven't. I'm waiting for it. They got it. They got that magic. Mm. Got the source. Yeah. Is there anything else you've all been watching? Chris, you've been watching anything? Um, not really. Not really. Same old. WWE 2K23 came out today, so. Have you played it? (laughs) Yeah, it came out at midnight. How is it? Um, it's a lot of fun. They they finally put war games in it. I'm not sure if you guys know what war games is. War games. Um, war games was a WWE pay per view. I can't show you. No. Well, I can show you. A, I can show you a screenshot. Yeah, we can fine. see a photo. Um, I'll show you what the ring looks like. Um, war games. War game. It's sick. Um, and they finally brought it to like uh the main kind of WWE branding this year with a pay per view. Um. And it was probably the best pay per view that um they had this year. And I'm just trying to find the ring. Mm. I can get a wide shot of the ring because it is essentially two rings next to each other, and they're in cages. Um, war game. That sounds ring. cool. Um, let's have a look. Sorry. For the podcast um, listeners, jump over to YouTube they're thrilled. to see this screenshot that we're about to look at. Whoa, okay. Um, it's really fun. Um, all right, the game itself. <laughs> Should I use the? It kind of looks like this here. Kind of. Um, I hate. Why doesn't it just make it big? Oh my god! Look at it. Okay, so uh, it's too. Right click on it and open the photo in a new tab. Yes. No, let's search in Google. What do you mean open? There should be open. open, Yeah. Open photo in a new tab. There should be. Yeah, there you go. So. Oh my God, look at it. It's two rings. Okay, Um, that's fun. Yeah. Wait, can you. Wait, is it is it two rings, but there's they're, not they're, there's not a cage between the rings? Nope, you can go in between the ring, and you can but go. They do a lot of. But there's ropes there. Yep. Okay, that's fun. They, they they um they do a lot of, they do a lot of fun um, fun stuff. That is fun that. because like, I imagine the shenanigans between the two rings just get ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. Okay, um, that's okay, and go. in the game as well, that would be great. Oh, it's the first thing I did <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they announced that that War Games was going to be in it. It's the first thing I did. <laughs> oh my god, so, that's great! And you're in cages, and you get let out. Um, every so what happens is it's a like four v four. This is the last thing I'll say about it before we go on. It's a four v four. Um, everyone starts in the cage, and then one two people start in the ring, and then Every minute someone new comes in. Okay, that's well, in fun. the in the actual thing, every five minutes someone new comes in. Yeah. So the actual match doesn't start until everyone's in. Yeah. So you get twenty five minutes into it when it's on a pay per view. Jesus. And 
it hasn't even started yet. But when the last person gets in, the the announcer goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, oh my god, War Games," and it's the best. Okay, very fun. Absolutely it's insane. It's insanity. God damn. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 glad you quickly changed that because I was pulling a meme face and that was. <laughs> Not pleasant. Yeah. So look at Chris. He's constantly pulling the little cheeky. Chris face, is always right? pulling cheeky little grin. He's little always looking good. Have you been watching anything, Braden? Quickly. Um, I have. Have I? I feel like I have. I feel like it was something that I watched, and I the Mario Brothers movie. Oh <laughs> yeah, I watched the Mario movie from oh. the nineties. Oh. oh my <laughs> god! It is a solid one and a half out of five. But. Ah. I will give it this. And I, I learned a lot about it because I only watched it because a podcast that I listened to weekly, they did an episode on it and I wanted to understand what they were talking about. Um, this thing was a production nightmare. Uh, the production designer on it ended up being uh, the same production designer behind Blade Runner, which explains the set design and what's going on with the whole mess. Um, it was originally a different script. And everyone got on board with it. And then the producers backed out at the last second. Like, sets were already being built. Like, props were already being made. Like, costumes, everything was already happening. And they were like, no, nah, it's too adult. We can't. So then they got a different writer to come in and try and adjust it at the last minute. And it's this hodgepodge of this film that is way too adult. And then all of a sudden, family friendly. And it's... Hodgepodge. Look, I'll give it this. It's teaching kids to fight up against fascist governments. So that's great. Check. One box check. Yeah, we're here for that. Um, uh, Bob Hoskins and uh, fucking, who's the guy? Um, uh, the guy who plays Luigi in uh, Super Mario. Uh, he was in The Menu. Oh, um, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo, that's it. I was trying to think of the last name. Um, him as Luigi is just wild um and there's there's so many just ridiculous sequences in this film uh i recommend it for a no. funny watch no also interestingly enough um if you try to find the super mario bros movie from the 90s now it's almost like by doing the new super mario bros movie nintendo are trying to erase that last movie like Search engine optimization for that last movie has disappeared. Like, if you try to find it, it is difficult to find now. I had to watch it on SBS On Demand. Look at that. That's the only place in the world that it's on. So there are people in America who have to VPN to Australia to watch on SBS On Demand if they want to watch. It's a nice change change of pace, isn't it? It is. It's a nice change of pace. But uh, man, I both recommend it and do not recommend it. It is, if you want a wild time, like before the new one, which actually looks like a Mario movie, um, yeah, go for it. It's crazy. Hell yeah. And Bob Hoskins is great. We like Bob Hoskins. Yeah. God damn. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, that's, that's sort of it. I'm watching old Doctor Who. I'm up to modern Doctor Who again now. I'm up to Tenant now. It's, oh, it's yes. still great. It's still fantastic. Fantastic. Um, yeah. We love Tenant. I think with that, unless you've got anything else to add, Alex. I'm good. 
that's an episode of Millennial we Movie Talk. MMT. We did it. Episode 195. Uh, a big Oscars recap, a big end of Last of Us, a uh, uh, screen review. Um, we've got uh, South Park. another Whoa, review that we'll be getting out uh, in the next week because we are seeing the new DC film, uh, Shazam. Going to see that one. Shazam! We're being sent out. If that explains that a bit more. Shazam 2. Yes. Uh, this time we're we also, Shazam and... Uh, we did just get confirmation that uh, we have uh, free passes to see the new John Wick. Yeah, that's Hell exciting. Yeah. Yes. So uh, you can expect a review of that when that comes out. Um, otherwise, I feel like there was a TV show that was starting up soon that will be big for next week's episode. Oh, and Mandalorian's still going. I watched the episode two. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's that's all right. Uh, Ted Lasso starts again tomorrow. That was it. Um. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it's yeah, I think it was Ted Lasso. Sixty-five apparently is bad. Very <laughs> Which one? Six, Sixty-five apparently is real bad. Yeah, bless. We even um, have free tickets, and we haven't gone yet. So, Shrinking is still great. Watch Shrinking. Definitely. I saw that <laughs> Zach Braff directed a episode of that. Of Shrinking. Yeah. Did the Braff man do some? I don't. I don't look at the directors. Zach oh, yeah, Braff right. again. The Braff. Is that what was? Is that what's going to make you to watch it, Chris? If, if yep. Zach Braff had a part in that? Pretty much. <laughs> That's all you needed. <laughs> Not just Alex saying, "Hey, this is an excellent show that you should be watching." Chris is like, "Yeah, Zach Braff did direct this episode." The Braffman. The Braddy. The Brat Pack. The Braff Pack. Less. That's it. Uh, we did it. We did follow the show. us on your podcast service of choice. Subscribe on YouTube. Like the video. Leave a comment. Uh, review it. Tell your friends. Uh, and uh, tell them we're saying that. I'm Alex. I'm Braden. I'm Christian. And we're out of here. Bye-bye. Bye bye. I did a little salute. Nice. Like when I put the my finger guns there. It's because you're a military shill. I'm a military man. All right, I'm going to go join the Navy and fly jets with my boys. I'm ready for it right now. Keeping dreams alive.